Welcome back to That's the Tea. I'm RJ. And I'm Ryan. And we're here bringing you football news in the most digestible way possible. Today, today, we're back for some more off-season topics. And I'm excited. Um, it's a little dry. I'm not going to lie. It's been a little dry. But we're, dry. Here, we're here to give you as much news as possible. Also, big shout out to another viewer. We're up to three viewers now, Ryan. We're, we're consistent yes, yes. with three viewers. North shout Carolina. North Carolina. Shout out to the people in North Carolina. Um, you know, do the us man. a favor. The I man. think it's one person, yeah, or it's woman. It. You know, share it with your friends, your family, you know, get the word out there. Be a bot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you know, with that being said, we have a couple of things that we want to talk about. Again, we'll have another segment of reading the tea leaves. I think we have some good, we'll have some good conversations, and we have another debate topic, which will be a wide receiver debate. And we'll, we have a couple of questions, and maybe we'll agree. Maybe we'll disagree. I'm, I'm a little excited because I don't know what Ryan has prepared for that. And he doesn't know what I have prepared for that. Yo, I'm excited to read the tea leaves. So read we'll start t- with Julio Jones. The Julio Jones trade is now revisited. Uh, it's after June 1st, so they can finally trade him and take less of a cap hit because teams can spread the cap hit over two years now instead of uh, just one since it's after June 1st. But there's still no trade yet. Very true. But I do have two things I want to report to you, Ryan. Let's you go. Tell me how spicy this is. Number one, the current thing. No, no, how, how hot, right? Or yeah, how, how boiling hot it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Tea, you know, tea's on spice. Yeah. How, <laughs> how hot is this tea, Ryan? Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. The current thinking in league circles is that the Falcons eventually will trade Julio Jones to the Titans for a second round pick. Ah. Uh... Okay, I, I think after I did research, not so, not so, the kettle's not so hot. But before, I think this would be like a good, good seven. Okay, okay, okay. What do you think? You agree with the seven? I agree with I, I agree with the seven. I agree with the seven. You don't think he's going to go to the Titans, though? I, I think, I think it, he could because that's one of the teams I have listed down because they lost Corey Davis and John New Smith. And uh, you want to know who they replaced Corey Davis and John New Smith with? Let me know. Josh Reynolds. Josh from the LA Rams. <laughs> That's it. There's no one else. Period. They did nothing else. Yeah, period, period. Oh. So, yeah, uh, sorry to the receivers on the Titans, but I only know of AJ Brown and Josh Reynolds. That's, so it's possible. That's a little rough, but I mean, like, does that offense need a second wide receiver if you just have AJ Brown and, um, that man, the king himself, Derrick Henry. Yes, because, I mean, have you heard of Dez Fitzpatrick? Not Drake Kirkpatrick or Minka Fitzpatrick or Ryan Fitzpatrick. Dez Kirkpatrick. No, not, not heard of Dez Fitzpatrick, but you know, the name you missed was Dez Bryant. No, yeah. I, I've heard of Dez Bryant. Yeah, exactly. I don't know about Dez Fitzpatrick either, so they definitely need another wide receiver, I think. Oh, he's a wide receiver. Oh, wow. Uh, exactly. You see? <laughs> They got a bunch of no-namers. I'm not saying that they can't do anything, but it's a little alarming when you have a bunch of no-namers competing for, like, what, the third spot, and Josh Reynolds plays your number two? That's fair. And so my question for you, another question is, do you think that a second-round pick for Julio Jones is worth it for both teams? I think it's worth it. Okay. Oh, okay, no, no. For the Falcons, I think they're getting a little gypped. But that's what the value is now. But any team who get he, who can secure Jones for a second-rounder, I think that's solid. Got it. Okay. I have another little, I guess, rumor going around in the NFL, and it is 
the Falcons continue to field calls for teams interested in trading for Julio Jones. The Seahawks have had discussions with a possible trade with Atlanta. Russell Wilson and Julio Jones have spoken to discuss the possibility of playing together. Okay, so I think this is hotter or more <laughs> boiling or whatever you want to call it. It's spicy or whatever because of the fact that Wilson has talked to Julio Jones. Because really? I don't think Ryan Tannehill has talked to Julio Jones from what we know, right? <laughs> okay. So it's just Ian Rappaport texting you about these news. But uh, now we have Wilson actually talking to the wide receiver. And plus the Seahawks is one of those teams, another one of those teams that don't like to draft in the first round. Mm-hmm. Because they like to give those picks away. I mean, got Jadavion Clowney and got a, they even got a defensive weapon, Jamal Adams, you know, as he likes to be called that. But that's why I think Julio Jones, it's a possibility he goes at the Seahawks. You know how crazy that team would be with DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and Julio Jones? Yeah, that, that's spicy. It's pretty I spicy. think Russell Wilson will be happy. I think that's what's going to keep him in Seattle for a while. <laughs> for at least another year or two. At least another year or two. I totally agree with you. And I, I agree. Um, I feel like it's a lot more spicy if um, Seattle can land him. Am, am I happy about no? No. Do I, do I want to see Julio twist here? No. You know, I was watching videos on like Instagram and I saw JJ Watt in an Arizona Cardinals at OTAs. Oh. And I'm like, I forgot I have to see him twice a year now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I used to the, see the him. NFC West is scary now. It's scary, man. I don't want to be in it. No, but the thing is, is that I feel like you can't complain because your team is not bad either. They're not far behind. But okay, so look, look at the poor Arizona fan who's in Arizona and he's looking at your team's like, oh, I got to see Nick Bosa twice a year. But, you know, they're feeling the same thing. But see, the benefit is like, you know, who's throwing the football for that team. No one knows who's going to throw the football week one for the Niners. You know, we should talk about that next time. But yeah. Yeah. But your, your, your man, Italian talent got the Super Bowl. Has Kyler Murray in that? Russell Wilson hasn't, you know, so I feel like, oh, they, they're also scared of you, so don't worry. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I think it just it just worries worrisome for me because the Niners could either be <laughs> the best in their division or the worst, <laughs> and you don't know. There's no in-between for them. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, seven I or eight. I mean, mm-hmm. oh, seven or eight? Yeah. Or the T? Okay. Or the T. I put the San Francisco Niners, too, as potentially really? trading for Julio Jones. Uh, Kyle Shanahan get his receiver back from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You pair him up with the younger guys like Brandon Ayuk and Debo, and so you get a baller in Julio Jones. He's kind of on the decline, but he's still a baller, and you get a mentor. And it only costs a second rounder, so I mean, why not? That's pretty fair, and you have a you have a good run for the pl- for the playoffs. I, I can see it. I can see it. Yeah, it, you secure it. Yeah, but that's all I got for for Julio Jones. Now we can move on to. Zach Ertz and word on the street is Eagles tight end Dallas Goddard says he's in discussions with the team for a contract extension extension and he also hopes that Zach Ertz remains with the Eagles I think does Dallas Goddard <laughs> understand how this works no I don't I don't think he does he it, it, it don't it doesn't work like that Dallas like you gotta... I don't even <laughs> I don't even think Dallas knows that Zach Ertz does not like the Eagles right now. That's what it's the COVID, bro. It's the, it's, he hasn't he seen COVID? him in a while. No, I'm just saying, you know, oh, oh, social oh, distancing, oh. man, hasn't caught up with him. Oh, you're right. Yeah. 
because they don't know how to FaceTime in Philly, right? Oh, of course, they can't do a lot of things right in Philly right now, but it's okay. Only know how to face-to-face communication. Yeah. Rough, rough. But Zach Ertz, um, word on the street as well is that they can't cut him because I think it has to do something with his contract and it's a lot of dead money, so they're trying to ship him. But I think, see, this is the issue, but what if they can't ship him? They'll cut him. They're not going to redo it. So the problem is, is that like just football aside, even they have no leverage in a negotiation because the other side already knows you're going to cut the guy. (laughs) So feels bad. So so unless like I feel like sudden interest rises for Zach Ertz, which will put pressure on teams to trade for him. I mean, there he might just get cut. I agree with you. And that's and that's why I have him at like a like this is like a four because. The T is only hot if one he actually gets traded, and if a team really takes the bait that Zagards gets like you have to trade for him, and they won't they um they'll cut they won't cut him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So here's my question to you: mm-hmm. You're a general manager. Mm-hmm. You kind of need a tight end, and there's this guy in the market. He's 30 years old. Mm-hmm. He caught 36 passes for 300 yards mm-hmm. in 11 games last season, mm-hmm. and he's kind of injury prone. And he also costs 8.5 million a year. Do you do it? yes you do it is it solely because we talked last week about how there were not that many tight ends that are top tier or why would you do it it's exactly that okay Okay. i know when i'm getting into zach ertz okay okay so you're a zach ertz fan i am okay do i think he's as good as he was three or four years ago no no i'll gladly take him over jared cook though Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, okay, why? I don't know why. Okay, Jared Cook, I feel, is a top 15 tight end. I don't know how you rank him that low. So he's a top 15 tight end. I totally agree with you. I think Zach Ertz is a top 10 to 12 oh, top tight end. 10. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. Like, I think and, he... Oh, yeah. No, no, finish. He could be comparable to Rob Gronkowski. Uh, but, like, you know, when you think of Rob Gronkowski, you think some fear gets into you what's the stack earth out of stanford you his know? arm <laughs> he has a robot arm, arm. Thing, Bro. all right you want to go one-on-one with rob gronkowski yeah dude i can just steal his food and run faster than him it's fine <laughs> he won't catch me i don't think he's that slow but he does look slow he looks pretty yeah yeah, yeah. he's not that slow i i, I totally okay, agree with okay. you but so just like that yeah since teams would trade for him and you would even trade for him, what teams do you think need a tight end? I mean, I, I have like three. Or actually, no, I got two teams. Who do you have? I put the Colts question mark to reunite with Carson you like, Wentz. You don't like Mo Ali Cox? Mo Ali Cox. <laughs> he's not okay. He's you, you, you don't pick him up in fantasy. That's my advice, but he's not bad. True. I think he he can kind of get the job done. Can't forget about. I think Jack Doyle's still there too. Jack Doyle's still there. Yeah. You know who? You know Zach Ertz is literally Jack Doyle, but better and younger. And younger. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sure. The Colts. Colts. Who else? I also. This is this is a little random one. The Panthers. Who do they have? They have Ian Thomas, right? Exactly. You're right. You're right. 
Interesting. I have a I, I have a better one for you. How about the Texans? They have Jordan Atkins, Farrell Brown, and Ryan Izzo. Sheesh. You're not going to ship them there. Ship them to hell. <laughs> hey. <You're wrong. laughs> the Texans are a team as well, all right? Give them some respect. They need players. Do you know, you bring up a really good point, and we'll move on after this. You know, if teams are, if players are complaining about their teams, you know what you, should, you know what GM should just do? Just ship them to the Texans. Yeah. They won't complain. <laughs> that threat will be big enough, they'll just shut their mouth and take whatever you give them. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, another team, though, that might, who don't really have tight ends is like the Jags. You know, I feel any Tim rational Tebow. person would say they want Ertz over Tim Tebow, but I'd go with Tim Tebow. Mm, fair, fair, fair. That's a good point, though. Yeah, I, I feel like the Jags are pretty set with um with Tim Tebow, Tebow for now. But you know, yes, a yes. trade to a trade with Zach Ertz, I would not be, I would not like be hello surprised. So, I I'm a believer of Tebow. Believer in Tebow. Okay. I get a little bit of God for some luck on game day, and it's Tim Tebow, man. Yeah. All right. Moving on, we have Todd Gurley who <laughs> went to visit with Detroit, and I have another quote for you, Ryan. Uh, it is okay. head coach Dan Campbell. So uh, this isn't a kneecap about, guy, right? Kneecap guy, correct. Yes. Okay. So this isn't mainly about Todd Gurley, but the other running backs. And this is the quote: "Look, we have interest in Todd. We do. We're talking with him and his agent. But just because we have interest in him, that does not mean or affect our feeling and our thoughts on both DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams. It okay. does not." The fact that Todd Gurley is visiting with Detroit, how do you feel about DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams now? Uh, horrible. This is like, we talked last week about how there's too many split carries. Now this is like you're splitting it three ways if Todd Gurley comes to town. And like I know Anthony Lynn, I think their offensive coordinator, likes to run the ball a lot. So I guess why not add another guy to the rotation? But still, that's another guy to the rotation. Uh, I don't know, man. Fantasy wise, this I would not touch situation because even when Jamal Williams was on the Packers with Aaron Jones, he didn't you couldn't trust to start Jamal Williams every single week. Very true, very true. No, but here, here's my argument quote unquote argument 2020. Who are the running backs for the Chargers? It was Austin Eckler, and I forgot the other two. Uh, there was Kel- Kellen Balage for a little bit, Kellen Bilodge. Joshua Kelly. Joshua Kelly. And who was and their passing back? He was kind of skinny. I forgot his name. I, I will figure that out while you continue your thought. My point is Austin Eckler was still valuable. DeAndre Swift can still be valuable then. Justin Jackson. Justin Jackson. Justin Jackson was the pass catcher. The only problem is that Todd Gurley and Jamal Williams, you can close your eyes or you can squint a little bit, <laughs> look the same on the field. Well, they Jamal Williams looks a little bit bigger. I, I agree. I agree. And he doesn't have arthritis. Doesn't have. So he's a little bit faster. Arthritis. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I agree. Arthritis. So, what does Todd Gurley bring to this team? Well, I think if you're bringing in Todd Gurley, you're hoping that Goff and Gurley can reunite and try to turn things back to the old days, like the pre-arthritis days and the pre-whatever the hell happened to Goff days. Oh, and Goff had his brain. Okay, fair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you went a little you, far. <laughs> when you remember, he went to Cal. <laughs> yes. I kid, but on the real though, I mean, T is only hot here if you believe in Todd Gurley. 
and you believe in some sort of like revival of his career, I think this is a terrible landing spot for Todd Gurley and for all the running backs in Detroit. I think he goes somewhere else. And it'll be I more mean, valuable. Thinking about it now, I feel like you don't draft Jamal Williams, but if Todd Gurley comes, I still think DeAndre Swift has a chance to be drafted. Like you can still draft him. You, uh, I don't know. Because I feel like they have to know that DeAndre Swift is the future and it's not Todd Gurley. Intuition yeah. says that. Everyone says that. Meaning that you can still draft Swift as long as he's not your RB1 or RB2. I mean, so, RB2 is probably where you have to draft him. But if you can get him for a flex, why not? So you think he's like a he's like a high-value flex. If he's your RB2, you kind of hope that you have two good wide receivers and maybe a good tight end. Yes. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Uh, I mean, there are other spots I have them at. KC is another one. Niners and the New York Jets. What do you think? The KC. So I I saw this article, right? Uh CEH and Darrell Williams. Darrell Williams only got 200 yards last season, and we don't know if Le'Veon Bell will come back. So Gurley can come in, solidify the running back backup spot and backup CEH or split some carries. So be Le'Veon Bell last year, except play. Except play, exactly. Got it. You got it. Because KC has a tendency to do that. They already did it with Le'Veon Bell, just didn't play him. So, I mean, maybe they'll play Todd Gurley. I could see that. I, I can see it, actually. KC doesn't need a running back. Um, and Daryl Williams ain't something you kind of write home about or brag about that you have as exactly, your backup yeah. running back. So, I agree with you on that. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty good for Todd Gurley. All right. Next up, we got Stefan Gilmore trade rumors. So does he get traded soon? No, no, no. Just straight up. No, no. I and the only, <laughs> what? Yeah, I know you're like, well, you're like, what the hell? And what was the whole point of putting this here? It's yeah, you, you added Stefan Gilmore trade rumors to the list. And then I talk about it and you go, no, no. And it's because my perspective changed. And it's because I think the Patriots I think they think they have something going and they're in Stephon win now. Gilmore. And that's why they're going to keep Stefan Gilmore. Why trade him when you can make a playoff push? But they just got Mac Jones. Wouldn't that yes. signal a rebuild? Unless you think Mac Jones can just walk in day one, like Justin Herbert and kill it. I think in their system. Yeah. Okay. So what happens to Cam Newton? Just back up now. Yep. Okay. Just happens. Are, I, I, I guess they're in win-now mode. But, like, can you believe that it's been four years since Gilmore has been a Patriot? Like, it, there's a whole four years already. Yeah. Can you believe that they didn't even have to trade for him? Yeah. They just, He's just free him. off the street. Yeah. I, I feel like they should trade him, though. Because okay. I, I was reading some stuff, right? Yeah. So the Pats will be compensated with at most a fifth rounder if they keep Gilmore for this year and then let him walk in free agency next year. Okay. So you trade him now, you can definitely get more than a fifth rounder because this guy is rated like 99 overall Madden. (laughs) Meaning that a a fifth rounder will still keep you in the red, just uninterested trade level thing. Mm -hmm. Meaning that you can get a lot for this guy still. Mm -hmm. And even if they lose Gilmore, yeah, you're losing a big piece, but you still have JC Jackson. You still have Jonathan Jones. And Mm -hmm. I mean, Jalen Mills, nothing to write home about, but you still got JC Jackson and Jonathan Jones. What team should trade for Stefan Gilmore then? Oh, God. 
I mean, basically any team with a salary cap, right? Because every team <laughs> doesn't have a salary cap this year. That's true. I have a question. How Your team? Chicago? Oh, my the team. The Niners. The Niners could. Because you guys don't have Sherman anymore. Why not get Stephon Gilmore? They both have long hair. They're both good. I mean, it works out, right? You 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 squint your eyes a little bit, like you said earlier. You don't you don't see their jersey numbers, and they kind of look like the same player. It looks like the same player on the field. I totally agree with you on that. Um, because their play style is very similar. Um, exactly. Very good. Um, in coverage, and I I agree with you. I think I also think that um, Chicago might be a, a, an interesting team. God, because they give Kyle Fuller to Chicago though. I mean, Justin Fields looked ha- happy when he when they trade up for him. Okay, he had no choice. Okay, that's true. <laughs> and by by them trading up for him, his salary gets bumped up a little bit because he was drafted higher in the draft, so he could have been motivated by money. Very true. Very true. Okay, you know that's that's fair. That that is fair. Um, I think you mentioned the Jets too. Is that, is that a team that you said that they should trade for? Uh, I oh that. no, the Jets was for Gurley. Girly, got it, got it, got it. But Stephon Gilmore, I didn't, I didn't have any teams that should trade for him. I just said that the Pats should trade him to get some value out of him. Because imagine I, signing a guy off the street, and then now you, you, you get draft picks for trading him away. That's fair. That is fair. And oh, New England does have good cornerback depth. What, what's New England's uh, cap situation right now? Let me see. Do you know? Not off the top of my head, no. I would assume they're in a pretty sticky situation because they signed like half of the free agents to sleep. Okay, they still have 16 mil in cap space. Huh. Uh, if you get rid of Stefan Gilmore, then you ship away 16 million, an extra 16 million. So you're at 32. You can sign Julio Jones. I, I think it works out. Short term as well, maybe you can pay Richard Sherman a good amount on a one-year contract as well if you really want to play off push. Dude, that is such a good idea because now you get rid of Gilmore, but then you get Jones and Sherman. So you yeah. downgrade a little bit on your cornerback spot, but you get Julio Jones. Oh, that's true. Imagine Julio Jones, Nelson Aguilar, Hunter Henry, John New Smith, and Kendrick Bourne. That's five solid guys you can throw to. You can't mess it up. You can't. Cam like you're Newton. just Cam, yeah, you can't. If Cam Newton or Mac Jones manages to mess that up, that that's on them, dude. That's on them. I, I agree with <laughs> I agree with you on that. But yeah, um, but overall, I think the trade rumors are kind of cold until I officially hear something. Exactly. Yeah, I I don't think uh, analysts are even reporting about this. But yeah, yes. The last one, Jalen Smith, Leighton Vander Esch trade rumors. Apparently. The Cowboys could be looking to trade these linebackers because they tried trading Jalen Smith during the draft. And the Steelers are considered a strong suitor for Leighton Vander Esch. I pair him up with TJ Watt, I see. Do you think this is all smoke? Do you think this is real? Do you see this as something that could happen? The Steelers trading for them could be smoke because I haven't seen anything about that. But the Cowboys trying to trade or putting, who is it, Jalen Smith and Leighton Vander Esch on the trade block? I don't think that's smoke because they got Micah Parsons in the draft. And I remember us talking about how the Cowboys are just whiffing on linebackers. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I mean, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, that, that was it. That was it. I was just going to say, I think you mentioned this a couple podcasts ago. If you haven't watched it, you should. 
um shameless plug um <laughs> keanu neal ah yes he he's he, he's a linebacker now strong safety converted to linebacker for the for the cowboys mm-hmm. like the cowboys don't like what they have at linebacker exactly so clean shop i mean so mike now i'm going to bounce this to you to a a team that obviously doesn't like to address linebacker in the draft. Would you take Jalen Smith or Leighton Vanderesh for like a third or even a second? There's only a rookie deal. Um, okay. So I, let's talk about him for a little bit. Um, quick thought on Jalen Smith. Remember how he came out of the draft with like that, that knee issue. Mm-hmm. He was a first round pos- prospect, kicked him back to the second round. I don't think he was ever explosive in the NFL, in the NFL anymore. Mm-hmm. Lay and Vander Etch, uh, I think he's just solid. I don't think he's like spectacular, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's like Jalen Smith, I don't know. I feel like he lost a step after the, the injury. Mm-hmm. Lay and Vander Etch, I mean, sure, give him a third rounder. Sure, for a third rounder? I guess. You just can't have them in coverage. Well, see, so that's cool. the, but that's the problem because in the NFL today, you need linebackers that can cover. Very true. Very unless, true. You, unless you want to play like the Raiders. And only have linebackers that can stop the run. And the one linebacker you bring in that's supposed to stop tight ends, Corey Littleton, doesn't do that. I mean, I love the Raiders, but like, my gosh, do we need another run-stopping linebacker? Space filler? Like, come on. Seriously, though, like, especially in the AFC West, or like, you should know in the NFC West, too. In the AFC West, you got to guard Travis Kelsey. Uh, Noah Fan, Noah Fan, and Chargers guy Jared Cook. Jared, Jared Cook now the the guy that you don't like. And in your in your division, you have to Gerald Everett. Uh, he's not bad though. Tyler Higby, and okay, and George Kittle. George Kittle. Okay, yeah. it's pretty scary. Would you feel comfortable putting Lane Vander Etch on a tight end? No. Yeah. Exactly. I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't do it on third down, and I probably wouldn't even do it on first down either. Put me on second. <laughs> Put one me down on back. second. Oh, one down back. I mean, if it's if he's a one down back, you put him on first down just in case, because it's already first down. If he allows a pass for ten plus yards, like screw it, right? <laughs> back to where you started. <laughs> low, low risk. Low risk. Yeah. You put um, him on third down. You literally close your eyes. You just hope. <laughs> hope that on third and one they really do just run the ball yeah or hope that he's guarding tim tebow (laughs) god man oh man but i think they are trying to ship them it would it's a good football move for the cowboys to ship at least one of these linebackers they have too many now they have too many yeah you can only play so many so um i personally think if they can trade away Jalen Smith, even though they weren't very successful in the draft, if that was even real, I think you ship. I think Jalen Smith is more. Um, what is that word? Um, you can ship him. He's not as valuable as Lane Vanderash. You know, quick, quick sidetrack. You know, Jalen Smith. We talked about his draft thing. You know, another guy that reminds me of this. Do you, have Have you heard of Dylan Moses? Also came out of this draft. No. No, he was like the Alabama linebacker recruited since he was like seventh grade or something. Uh huh. And then uh, he had a little knee injury, and then he dropped all the way to like the fifth or seventh round or something like that. Yikes! So I don't know. That just brought that just gave me some I don't know, 
it's not flashbacks, but like, you know what word I'm trying to look for. I see. Yeah. You just got it. But until we, until I see something, until we see something, maybe this is like a three or four, but I would not be surprised if something does happen. Yeah. All right. Now moving on to the last section of the podcast is the debate topic. This is the wide receiver debate. We did uh, running backs last week. So now we're going to talk about running backs. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to do wide receivers now. So my question to you is who are the top five best wide receivers in the league right now? Uh, You can say in any order. If you do that, then you rank up after. Got it. Or you can do it all in one and start with number one. I think we should do this thing. I just, I just thought this right now. All right, let's I will do say it. a name, and you tell me if he's on your list or not. Then you'll say a name, and I'll tell you if he's on my list or not. All right. I, I'm sure this is easy, though. Come on. Top five, I think it's easy to agree on. Okay. Oh, should we? did you rank them? If you did, then we should. I'm I didn't rank them, but I guess we can rank them after we do this. Okay, number one on my list is Devontae Adams. I got him. And he, he deserves to be on the list. Poor guy. <laughs> Why poor guy? The, the, the thing is that for the other wide receivers on my list, like, you know, they have a supporting cast. Like when you, when you think wide ah. receivers in Green Bay, it's wide receiver in Green Bay. It's, it's you just, don't, just you don't like MVS? You, 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 you always have Packers wide receivers on your fantasy team that's not named Devontae Adams. Yeah. So I don't know why you think Devontae Adams plays alone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got see, you just got to believe in Alan Lazard sometimes, you know. Yes, and, yeah. yes like what MBS. you said. There's but, another ooh. guy too. What's the other guy? Did oh they, my God. Who? His name? Oh, was it Geronimo? Or was that like way too Geronimo long? Allison? Yeah, Geronimo Allison. The mouse. Oh no. Geronimo. Yeah. Okay. All right. Moving on. Tell me your next name. I got DeAndre Hopkins at two. D Hop? Yeah, I got him at second. Or this is the order. I have him in no particular order, but yes, D Hop. Number three, I have Tyreek Hill. I got Tyreek. Okay. Oh shoot. Okay. Number four, this is when I know I have Allen Robinson. Ah! I don't have them on my list. <laughs> Why? You have to. Okay. In retrospect. I have them on a different list. Oh, I already know which I Oh, it better be on the list. I hope he's on. Yeah. I have them on a different list. Well, just, just let you guys know what, what list we have. After this list, we have an underrated wide receiver list or the most underrated one and the most overrated one. Yes. So. Okay. Oh, God. Ryan, he can make us a Pro Bowl quarterback in the NFL. I, uh, I guess, I guess. He's, he is that good. And the reason he is that good is literally because he's been playing with really, 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 really bad quarterbacks. Yeah, like he has Bortles no stability or consistency there. But I mean, you don't like my, my man Mitchell? Don't like Mitchell. You like Nick Foles? I want a Super Bowl. Okay, that's fair. That is that is that is fair. Oh, okay. So who's your last guy then? Julio Jones. Julio. Okay, I have I have sorry I have Julio as well. You want to guess my fifth guy? Let's play this. Let's play this game. You guess. You get three shots at this. Mike Evans. No. Keenan Allen. No. Come on, man, please. Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And you know why? 
is because every time we talk about him, he goes to the Bills for one season, over fifteen hundred yards, man. Okay. The, right. the Stephon Diggs, man. I need one more year. Fair enough. Fair enough. And he will give you that year if Josh Allen decides to not regress or choke. It is not Stephon Diggs' fault. You know, it's not his fault. I'll, 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 I'll give you that. I will. Fair. Okay. That is fair. All, All right. right. So, so who's your most underrated wide receiver in the league? I have two. I have two as well. Ah, all right. Go ahead. I'll, I'll list my first one, and then you can go and list your first one. I have Terry McLaurin. I do not have Terry McLaurin. You tell me about Terry McLaurin. Scary Terry, man. <laughs> Scary Terry. You know what's fu- what's funny here? His my first impression of him. Quote some Urban Meyer. I, I think he's kind of small. You know, kind of skinny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Not we'll very scary, right? Not very scary, man. Should they change his name to Not So Scary Terry? <laughs> not So Scary Terry. Um. God, he's gonna come after us now. Oh yeah. See the difference between him and Rob Gronkowski is he can catch you, my man. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely um, can catch us. He can catch you, bro. But eleven hundred yards, um, last year. Again, this is the same treatment that Allen Robinson had. He's had some bad quarterbacks, man. Imagine putting up a thousand yard season with Dwayne Haskins throwing the ball to you. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, he didn't have just Dwayne Haskins, right? He had better players. Do he had like Alex oh, Smith, sorry. For a Alex Smith bit, on one then, leg, and then uh, Heineke, who yeah, runs, that, who I don't even know if he's okay. Anyways, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. And you know their upgrade was Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know that that's the that's the quarterback. They're like, yep. He'll take us to the playoffs. Yep. Does Terry McLaurin play in the slot? No. Oh, he's an outside. He's a true receiver. outside number one. Okay. So yeah. Okay. All right. My first guy, Alan Robinson. Like I said, he, he was on this list. And uh, I know this because I personally sleep on Alan Robinson all the time. And I still sleep on him in fantasy. I have never drafted this man once. I should, though, but yeah. Uh, Like we said earlier, zero stability and consistency from the QB position, but he still posted uh, 1,000-plus yard seasons. Very fair, and that's why I had him as a top five wide receiver. But, Uh you know, maybe maybe you doing your research. But he's underrated for a reason, all right? He doesn't deserve to be in the top five. (laughs) Uh, Go ahead. Who's your second guy? Brandon Cooks is my second guy. Really? Who's he even play for now? He, the Texans? Yeah. Rams? Oh, Texans. Oh, that team. The Texans. You know, this is going to be the first time that he's going to stick with like one team yeah. for a while. Well, I think he stuck with the Rams twice, but. But still, fact, he was like injured. You know, he went night night. He went night night. Didn't wake up yeah. for me. Anyways. Night night in the Super Bowl. Night night. Oh, dude, I feel bad for him, bro. He literally got blindside hit. Like, I don't think. Well, he was dancing around a little bit. Just saying. He didn't want to go down. So someone made him go down. Yeah, so someone was like, you're going down. <laughs> um, Brandon Cooks is the first player in league history to record 1,000 receiving yards in okay. three straight seasons with three different teams. Okay. I think that's good. Did you know that he's recorded in a 1,000-yard season all but one season? And that was when he went 99? But he has good quarterbacks. Played with Brady, played with Breeze, played with Golf when Golf was good, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he has Deshaun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it, it's almost like Allen Robinson, where his QB situation is unstable because he's switching teams and stuff. But mm-hmm. he's he has 
decent quarterbacks. Very true. But at least he's playing as the number one wide receiver and putting up those numbers. True. All right. I'll give you that. Who was your second underrated player? Tyler Lockett. Oh, I almost I almost put him on a different yeah. list, my man. What? Okay, okay. Here, here's my thing. Everyone forgets about Tyler Lockett because of DK Metcalf. No, people forget about Tyler Lockett because he doesn't show up to half the games. He picks the games he shows up to. Over 1,000 yards last season. That's great. He got 300 catches. on one of them. One game. <laughs> 300 in one game, gone for two. That's how he plays, Ryan. Isn't that how Tyreek Hill plays? No, see, he gets you 70 <laughs> yards each game. I'm, I'm okay with that. Maybe one, maybe only on two catches, but, you know, he shows up. He, he you don't like Tyler Lockett. I don't. I hate Tyler Lockett. Well, it's because he probably tortured he, he probably tortured your team for 300 yards, did he? Yeah, that's probably, you know, maybe, uh, maybe that's probably why you don't like him. Was. Maybe it was. All right. But I here, I didn't even have stats on him. I just had I feel people forget about Lockett for Metcalf. No, keep talking cuz I'm going to pull up I'm going to pull up some stats. I got oh some stats God. for you. you I, I don't know what else to say. I didn't prepare for much here. I thought you would agree. You thought I, I, I thought it would be some groupthink action right now. <laughs> Oh my god accent no 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 this what are you looking for right now i'm trying to find his his every day his um game per game um stats. the game log right yeah i'm looking okay here he torched the arizona cardinals mm-hmm. on sunday october 25th okay. for 15 receptions and 200 yards Okay. Oh, I see. I see that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His worst game of the season yeah. came a few weeks before against the Eagles. I don't know who the hell locked him up, but he had three. He three out of three receptions, four targets, twenty-three yards. How about against Miami? Of Eighteen. Two two receptions on four targets, thirty-nine yards. Okay, that's who not locked him up? Game, uh, probably uh, Xavier Howard. Okay. How about four? That, that makes sense. How about for your deep threat, four receptions, seven targets, 34 yards on Washington. Who locked him up in Washington? I that front seven that scared game, Russell Ryan. Wilson. The, the, the front seven scared Russell Wilson. Ryan, five for five for 52 yeah. yards against the freaking Jets, Ryan. They scored 40 points, and Tyler Lockett wasn't part of it. Ah, uh, I, I, okay, okay. I'm looking at the numbers. He looks like, okay, I can't see the average of how many yards he gets per game, but I, it's a little less than Tyreek, but I mean, it's not the worst. You don't want Tyler Lockett on your team. No. Okay. All right. Fair enough. You could draft him. You can, you can draft him. I'll, I'll draft Allen Robinson. No, no, no. I, I'm, I, I won't draft this guy because he's on the underrated list. <laughs> <laughs> but doesn't that mean he's a steal for your team? He should be a steal, but there's also a reason why people are on the underrated list. <laughs> we just don't know why. We can't put our finger on why Allen Robinson gets slept on. But you know he does for for whatever damn reason. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. That's why he's not on my team. <laughs> God. I, I love talking about Allen Robinson because you love Allen Robinson. And I'm more like neutral, always like playing devil's advocate to whatever the hell you're saying about Allen Robinson. <laughs> All right, so overrated wide receiver. I think we both have the same player. Who do you have? Michael Tomas. You have Tomas? Why do you have Tomas? You're getting too confident, man. We don't have the same player. (laughs) I have Juju. 
Oh, that's did a you? good one too. That's okay, a- you t- t- tell us about Michael Tomas, Mikael. One point nine three. Do you know what that is? One point nine three. The amount of games he played. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Yards per route. Wait, 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 wait. Last season or his whole career? Last season. Okay, okay. That makes sense. Come on, he played one game. <laughs> why, why are you dogging on him? He played multiple games. You, you got to keep the criticism low, man. He's going he's gonna to get mad on social media. Good. I want us to be, I want us to be on social media. You're right. Dude, this guy. Okay, in my opinion, I think his game is one-dimensional and contingent on quarterback play. So you, you, you buy in on Slant Boy? Yes. Okay. Okay. I totally buy in on Slant Boy. Drew Brees was dink and dunk, and that's what Michael Thomas did. Now, I'll be a believer in him if he can start producing with people like Jameis Winston, if he can actually stretch the field. Michael Thomas is really good at doing what he does, but you can't just do one single thing in the NFL. I'd be considered a top wide receiver. Okay, okay. I agree. That's why he wasn't in either of our top five lists. Exactly. Okay. I see that. Is that all you have for my, Michael, Mikael Tomas? Yes. Tell me more about Juju, Juju okay. who you used to love so much, by the way. As, as a disclaimer here, I have no bias against Juju. Like, like I, I like Juju. I like his TikToks. I, I watch FaZe Clan, you know, like uh, I watch Juju's vlogs and stuff. So I, I'm not coming from a bad spot here, but uh, f- football side of things now, um, this man is at best a 1.5 receiver, but he'll be an even more spectacular number two wide receiver because he had the chance to be the number one last year. He even got big Ben back for the whole year. And uh, what happened? Uh, Not that many good things happened. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think he's overrated because everyone drafts him so damn high in fantasy drafts uh, and treats him like a number one receiver. When the guy you should be treating as a number one receiver is probably chase Claypool. Now. I think this guy's just overhyped. I don't know if it's like overrated, overhyped. I don't know if it's the same meaning, but I feel like overhyped fits more for Juju because he comes with like the personality type of deal. It's it's like almost like an Odell thing where Mm. there's like the celebrity superstar status comes with it. So everyone automatically assumes this guy's going to put up like great numbers and be in the top five. But, you know, we're not even listing Odell in the top five anymore. Mm -mm. So that's why I feel Juju is kind of like a little overrated. That's fair. That is fair. Um, one thing we should talk about maybe in the future is like the Pittsburgh Steelers and their wide receivers and just because I don't know. I, I really don't know who to draft in, in fantasy. Yeah, um, we'll we'll definitely cover. A, we'll do some fantasy segments as we get closer to July, right? Yeah. But our last question, which second year wide receiver will take the biggest jump? I, I can go first. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll be a little biased here, but hear me out. Henry Ruggs III. All right. Why? You asked me why, and I see it on your face. Because he had the worst statistical season out of the receivers drafted in round one of 2020, meaning that it will be very easy to see his improvement. Right. This is his stat line for 2020. 26 receptions, 452 yards only two touchdowns and he was the first receiver off the board at like what number 13 I think I forgot but he was the first one off the board so I mean as a potential number one wide receiver for the Raiders this upcoming season 
I don't think it's hard to beat that stat line. Like he's he's bigger now too, and he's fast. So you know, baby Metcalf. Baby Metcalf. <laughs> yeah. Brian, do you know who my player is? It's like probably not Henry Ruggs. Probably not Henry Ruggs. It's probably your guy, Brandon Ayuk. It's funny because I put I, I actually put on Henry Ruggs. You put Henry Ruggs? I did put Henry. Oh Ruggs. my gosh, you made my night, man. And I think I know I and then our three viewers are like, whoa, RJ said something good about the Raiders. Yeah. Wow. I, exactly. Because I'm actually unbiased. I say good things about the Niners all the time. I say good yeah. and bad. You're uh-huh. the guy that hates on Josh Jacobs, Henry Ruggs, every man who's on the Raider that can walk and breathe besides Darren Waller. Darren Waller, who I love so much. But yeah. Henry Ruggs, I feel like in terms of the biggest jump, he has the most to prove. And I feel like it's not. And I feel like it's like what you mentioned. It's not hard to overcome what he did last season. <laughs> exactly. It's it's not it's not bad when your bar is so low. Exactly. Exactly. But I don't think he's only just going to go over it like a little bit. I think he really will produce next year. Thousand yard it's... season. I'm calling it. Okay. No, mm-hmm. uh, you don't like that. We'll get there. You know, maybe it depends if they they really like develop their your. Y'all's playbook. I mean, I don't know what y'all doing right now. Y'all signed Kenyon Drake and stuff like that. But what's you don't okay? See what I don't. Quick sidetrack. Fifteen seconds is all I'm asking for. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why people look at Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and say, "Wow, that's genius." And then when the Raiders do it and they have Josh Jacob and Kenyon Drake, you over here is like, "I don't understand. This is stupid. Why?" <laughs> but then you kiss up to Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. It's because y'all got the Walmart brand version of them. And what is wrong like, oh, with we could hang? No, no, no. What is wrong okay. with Kenyon Drake? You tell me right now. What can Kenny what can Kareem Hunt do that Kenyon Drake can't? Bull right? people over. Kenyon Drake does not get into legal issues. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he will stay on the field and help Josh Jacobs. He is a little injury prone though. All right, moving on. Tell me more about Henry Ruggs. Nelson Aguilar is leaving. I know Brian Edwards is going to step up a little bit, but Henry Ruggs can honestly, I feel like, steal a couple of those targets mm-hmm. and turn them can. into really big plays. Apparently, I heard that Henry Ruggs did a really good job taking a lot of attention away so that other wide receivers can do can um yeah, yeah. get open. You know, you know who said that? Who? The other wide receiver, Hunter Renfro. Oh, Hunter Renfro. <laughs> so I mean, uh, I don't, I don't know how much you can trust that because that's his buddy in crime hyping him up. <laughs> so, I see. I think the biggest threat to Henry Ruggs is John Brown, because I don't know how Derek Carr had a better connection with Nelson Aguilar than Henry Ruggs last year, but this is the same situation. Another first year veteran coming in, John Brown, speedy guy like Nelson Aguilar. Uh, he, Derek Carr might just throw to John Brown. That's the concern, but I really think Henry Ruggs is going to take a second year job. Yeah, yeah, he'll be fine. Trust me. I called it a thousand yard season right here. So I'll draft him in fantasy. I was about to ask. You'll, you'll draft him in fantasy? Okay. Yeah, if, if he's available when I want him. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be my line for everything. If he's available at where I want him, I will draft him. Fair, and that's and that's very fair. And yeah, that that concludes our our wide receiver debate, and that concludes what I had to say.
Yeah, that that's it for me too. So to everyone that has made it this far, thank you for listening and may the football gods bless your team with more wins this year. We'll catch you guys again next week when we do a third episode about random off-season news. And that's the T. And that's the T. Take care, y'all. Bye.